Five, four, three, two, one. Hello, children. Welcome to season two, episode fifteen of the On My Dime On Your Time podcast. This episode is featuring Mateen, also known as at Third Face Soldier on Instagram. Super chill conversation. We talk about his style progression, the history of style in Toronto. He's actually he's also from Toronto, and that's basically it. Yeah. Um, I actually have exams for the next maybe three weeks, so. There might not be an episode next week, but I'll be back on the, I'll be back on the horse or whatever the analogy is as soon as I can. And yeah, that's basically it. If you want to see more podcasts with me, check out the Clothing Room podcast, another podcast that I produce. Uh, they're on all the streaming services as well. So yeah, that's basically it. Enjoy the episode. All right, man. So how did you get interested in fashion? Yeah, for me, it came from like a very young age, like not young, I guess, early high school. For me, it was a lot of Facebook groups. One thing I was really interested in was like I was into a lot of the fitteds. So I used to collect a lot of new era fitteds, like different types. I won like a bit on eBay for like a collection of 20, me and my cousin. And then that's what started it for me, I think. Like I started posting them in Facebook groups to sell them. And then those groups, there's like people in other groups within the city like I'm from Toronto so it's like all the stores like the streetwear stores then I started learning about them and then I started going there and then I started seeing other things I like so it was like a gateway for me like it's really funny I think about it but it was actually just new era fitteds and then that that just transitioned me to like open up to every store that was related to people that wore fitteds so it was like streetwear culture basically yeah definitely that's interesting. A lot of people usually start with sneakers and stuff. I haven't heard a lot of people starting with hats. Yeah, that's that's the thing. A lot of people started with the sneakers. But for me, it was the hats. Then I led to the sneakers. But even the sneakers was kind of like the end. Like I was into more jackets, clothes, and then sneakers. Wow. So it was just, it was like it started with hats, which is really funny. But it started with hats. That's interesting. So like, how was your aesthetic sort of chain? Because I did a bit of like, I went back on your Instagram and you've sort of been dressing the same, like not, not the same, but you've sort of been dressing in a very similar sort of style. So like, have you always dressed in like Japanese Americana type stuff or how has that sort of, how has that sort of changed over time? Well, uh, for me, if you go through this Instagram, it's like, this is fairly new. I started it it, almost exactly a year ago, right? So this, all this stuff is just one year worth of, so I don't think I changed too much in the one year. Um, But over time, like for me, how I started, of course, like a lot of people have streetwear. So I was really into um, the hundreds, Supreme, all that stuff, A-Life, all that stuff back in the day. Um, and then I try, sort of transitioned into sort of like a, like a, I would say like a preppy sort of style with like the button ups and the trousers. And I was really into like the cuts of the trousers and all that. And then ASAP Rocky happened. I think that was it for me. Like when ASAP Rocky blew up, blew up it was like I saw like you can do whatever you want like dress however you want and then it was just like high fashion like all that stuff like I would just search up stuff and Junya I think I always 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 had Junya like to like look back at like because if you look at Junya the way he designed stuff is like a mix of everything right so Junya Watanabe so it's like a lot of like there's dress shirts stuff like that so for me, that was always there, but I always like mixed and matched different aesthetics into it. And then I just like people always have their like all black face, like you're always wearing black. I went through that and then I added color. Now I just think of like cuts. Like I don't think I have like a specific Japanese sort of style, but I think I just like things with cool cuts and like cool color coordination now. Um, but like having gone through all of it, like I can like piece things together better, I feel than I did back in the day definitely so man. yeah aesthetic just changed over like this personality changes I think mm-hmm. and influence yeah I'm kind of in like I'm kind of like a, f- oh. a few years behind you then because like I'm into like I'm sort of into the preppy sort of look with like trousers and stuff right now but I also like avant-garde as well so yeah yeah, yeah no I, I mix in a lot of that too I like trousers a lot I think the fact that I had that phase like helped me look at trousers and the way like the way cut and how I want to add that into like my outfits right Mm -hmm. because 
it was always like trousers and dress shirts that was it like you wouldn't mix it with a hoodie you wouldn't mix it with like um a t-shirt but now i can i feel like i can do that it depends on how the cut of the trousers are but you know like i had that phase now i learned from that do you think that's like a confidence thing or it's just like you have more versatile pieces so you're able to like mix and match uh it's a little bit of both because it's like you can't buy those versatile pieces without having that confidence to like oh i can rock i can rock this with anything i have right because it's like certain pieces that you mentally think are versatile but if you never have that like confidence to rock it like in terms of like a versatile fit you'll never do it you know what i mean like a regular pair of trousers some people will be like oh i can't wear this with sneakers but if you can pull it off like with confidence then you then i think you could do it like any trouser could do that really for me definitely yeah and i i still feel that trou trousers are sort of becoming more like they're big people are understanding the importance of having a good pair of like trousers but like i feel like it's still under an underrated piece in an outfit oh yeah for sure for sure i think that's one piece that you can just have forever it depends on the cuts but like that's something like that will last forever like mm -hmm. i always recommend buying a good pair of trousers definitely yeah now like with my wardrobe like where it's at right now I have a lot of like not necessarily okay yeah my yeah i'm just gonna say i have a lot of like basic stuff for shoes and tops but like i think my trouser like my collection of pants and stuff it's it's in a good place where it's like it's lots of different aesthetics everything sort of goes like with all the other stuff that i have so like those are like it's becoming like the statement piece in an outfit yeah for yeah for sure i think that's that's like how i view it too like I go around the pants mostly. Mm -hmm. uh, what What are your thoughts on the overall like fashion scene in Toronto? Um, I guess Toronto for Toronto is like it's a very diverse city. So there's so many different stores and styles that you can pick up on, and like what you want, like if you want to go somewhere to look at a different aesthetic, you can do that. Um, I think the way <clears throat> fashion sort of becomes has become more like a global look versus like the city has a specific style. I think Toronto has like, no, I don't feel like it has a very specific style. Like, oh, that guy's from Toronto. Like, I don't know, I would be able to tell that. I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can. Like, I don't know if you see, like if you see someone you're like, oh yeah, that's a very Toronto-esque style. I don't think we have like a, a style, right? You can see that in like sort of like how people from California dress, how people from New York dress, but maybe not Toronto. Mm -hmm. um i think like yeah that personally like we're a little behind on the fashion scene sort of but i think we always find a way like in any scene like it's gonna happen eventually you know like music film sports and then eventually fashion too like we have our fashion show right mm -hmm. so something like i think we'll pick up a lot but like if you really are into fashion there's it's available in toronto it's just i don't know a lot of people don't go to the same stores is it's a good thing too right we have a lot of diversity in the city so you, you see a lot of culturally different outfits and stuff like that too mm -hmm. i think there is a toronto look man honestly maybe like i don't look for it that's why maybe that's why i'm asking like do you see it i don't know what it is it's something i don't really notice well there is a uniform it's like your wheat timberlands your black skinny jeans a turtleneck a chain okay. over the turtleneck and then like a fitted like overcoat. That's like your Toronto man winter style. I think <laughs> I see it everywhere. Yeah, I guess I, I see, I see that. Yeah, I feel, I feel you. There is like a specific style, um, but I feel like that's just in like the types of areas you're in. I guess like the types of people that you hang around with, because then you could still see like people dressing differently if you go to certain areas downtown. Like it's very, I don't know how to say like. I don't know if the like the hipster term is still use it, man. Go ahead. Put on the people, but like you know, like you go there's like that's how people dress there. But I'm sure there's cities where it's like it's broken up like that, and it's the same thing there, right? Mm. Yeah. But like I'm in areas where I see what you're saying. Like I see people dress like that, but yeah, yeah. No, around like Queen Street, that's definitely the look around like Queen Street up and down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. I need to find like a group of like people who don't dress that way. Like I've met a few through Instagram and it's 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 definitely new, but yeah. 
we're, yeah like you were saying we are definitely a little bit behind in terms of that that's how I feel sometimes but it's like it's just like as a city I guess but like there's individuals that are way ahead I feel oh there's yeah you're one of them man you're killing it thank you thank you but they're like nomad like back in the day nomad yeah if you remember the, everyone there was like that's what I looked at and it's like the people like back in the day I'm talking like 10 years almost mm. maybe eight years ago like those guys like they were all ahead of everything yeah I haven't been in fashion for that long so I, I can't really speak to that too much but yeah yeah maybe I was just young and like I was influenced easily but that's how I felt looking back I'm like yeah like those guys those guys knew what they were doing mm-hmm. yeah I'm trying to think nomad that's that sounds so familiar uh nomad toronto um we can go through like the toronto kind of history since we're on that sort of but there was like a block back in the day on richmond um richmond street Mm -hmm. if you know where that is 431 i think it was so it was like nomad when did they close yeah they closed but there there used to be a block there's like nomad goodfoot stussy at the top and Mm. ransom it was a block of four like that was the block so that's where i learned everything basically i used to go in like if you if you have a certain budget you go upstairs streetwear both sides sneakers downstairs and then the high high-end fashion at nomad so it's like even if you couldn't afford to buy stuff there you're already there so you start looking at stuff right mm-hmm. so it's like and then around the corner there's livestock still there i think right yeah livestock yeah. still there but then nomad moved so nomad moved all the way down to like queen street west somewhere around there like across mm-hmm. the street from there's like a starbucks there but now they're gone like they're they closed that stock shop i think the ownership changed i don't know now they're on spadina now it's completely different but like i'm talking about oh, old yeah. ownership with zeb and those guys but i think a lot of the guys that worked like near the end of it they're still there but yeah like um that was i think that was the block for most people it was like 2005 to like 2010 or 11 and then they were gone good foot closed you know i think the weekend used to work at the store that the good foot like good foot closed and they opened up a vintage store in that spot and i think the weekend used to work there i'm pretty sure pretty Mm -hmm. sure of it and even upstairs ransom like a lot of drake's guys used to work at ransom like oliver wow if you know who oliver i literally bought a t-shirt from oliver like i was there i bought a ransom shirt and Oliver checked me out. Like that was, like that was the history. Like Holy that shit, block wow. was the history of of streetwear and Toronto. When it was like, you'll look back, you'll see Drake and Ransom tees. Mm. Like you can see, like there's Drake with Ransom tees. Like it's that was streetwear, high fashion in the early Toronto. I guess not early Toronto, but like late two thousands. I guess that's kind of where everything sort of came for me yeah Yeah, you've been in the game for a long time and i've been in this game for like what four years that's it man yeah i was i was young right so that's what i meant like when as soon as i I think it was like grade nine like ninth grade or whatever um like right after that it was like buying hats going downtown looking at stores looking at clothes like i couldn't afford anything but like you know now now you can so it's like kind of stepping stone kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah no it's it's yeah it, that 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 block that you were mentioning is that is that still like where the stussy store is it's been around there has a stussy store moved i don't really know oh that about. block that block is gone i think there's a parking lot there oh shit, the stussy, okay. stussy stores on queen now yeah if you go or no spadina right it's on spadina yeah. it's a little it's north of north of queen yeah. Um. It's just its own store. Um. Nomad is like across the street from it. Mm. Its own store. Stussy moved twice, so they moved from there. They moved to like Queen Street West, I think, and then they moved to where they are now. But yeah, like that. That was like I think that was the original hub, sort of. And then you know, livestock was around the corner, adrift. Like it was like everything was. You don't have to go very far. Now you kind of have to drive around a lot to different stores. Yeah. Yeah, I need to look into Nomad a little bit more because the name sounds so familiar. But I, I keep thinking of like Haven, Toronto. I keep thinking of that, but like I, I know it's not the same. 
Yeah, Haven's sort of old. I think they came yeah. in like 2011, 2012. I used to shop online at Haven because it had a store in Edmonton. Mm-hmm. But like they never came to Toronto until a little later. But Haven's cool. Like I like their aesthetic and stuff. But it's like it came a little too late for me. Like I was already like I already knew all the stuff that's in there. Like it didn't really like they didn't really put me on anything. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. was like I already yeah. knew what's in there. So it's it's still a cool store and how they like curate all their styles is pretty sick yeah they have good sales if you can catch them on time yeah yeah but uh, yeah they do um i feel like they do tax a lot but it's like i get it like that stuff is hard to get so if you can get it on sale yeah Mm -hmm. so like how how did you like become a stylist then like what was the process of that so in terms of that i'm not really i wouldn't say like that's my position or my title or anything that's something um that like i'm still working on and it's like a goal so i don't have so many tips or anything and like i'm open to hear from people if anyone wants to reach out like how do i do that that's just something i'm more like into curating stuff for people rather than like people asking me like a lot of people asking me for like stylist advice but like people do message me often like how do you think I should style this how do you think I should style that I never like reached out to anyone but like yeah that's that's still a goal of mine I guess maybe it's a to be determined type of thing oh okay. how to become a <laughs> yeah but yeah, I get you I get you I, I just saw in your Instagram bio so I figured I'd ask you about that yeah I added that like very recently like I think I, it's just something like a goal of mine I put curator slash stylist right Mm-hmm. so okay. try to help people get stuff that they want and then after that it's like up to them like if they want to ask me how to style it but a lot of the things I get like those brands like the people that get them they know or they already have it in their head how to do it um like if you're buying a lot of capital right like it's like you probably know like you're probably at that point like you know what to do with that right or like some Craig Green stuff like you know but but yeah uh, a goal i guess rather than an accomplishment at the moment definitely would you like would you want to be like a stylist at essence or like like where would you where would you like to like to be working i have no idea that's that's a good question um i really haven't looked into like actual positions at like places to do something like that uh maybe this year or next year I think about something like that Mm-hmm. like I don't I work in something that's completely like it does not relate to fashion at all like I'm in tech okay so it's so it's like the opposite right yeah so it's like yeah. a pivot basically so I have no idea how that works so it's something that I have to really look into like where would you who would you reach out to what would you do where would you work type of thing mm. yeah I think Essence is a good resource the only issue is that they're in freaking Montreal so yeah yeah I, like a few things like essence has a lot of stuff like it's like crazy how much stuff they have like even their their buyers and everything like that there's so much i didn't think it'd be this big like that store mm-hmm. and now it's huge like it's like everyone knows about essence back in the day like not many people their sales used to be amazing now it's like they're pretty good yeah yeah definitely yeah, Essence is a good spot. People are shocked to find out they're in Montreal. They're like, oh, I thought it was in Toronto or in Ottawa or something. But then everyone's like, I'm like, no, it's in Montreal. So people ask yeah. me, hey, I don't know. I remember there used to be another store I used to shop at in Montreal called Reborn, like online. And I think the buyer from Reborn left to work at Essence. And then wow. you can actually see, like the year that she left, you can see their, like the stuff they started curating. Like mm. there's way more like avant-garde stuff they started putting up julius sort of more rick owens more stuff like that so they really like collected like the best of the best and they just they have everything there Mm -hmm. yeah no essence is they have good stuff man 100 yeah i want to visit like as soon as this pandemic's over i need to i'm going to visit montreal i need to go to like the headquarters or is it would you call it a headquarters i need to visit essence and see some stuff man 100 i've actually never been i think it's just a store they have a store now i don't know what they have or they always had a store i don't know what changed i've never been like the couple of times i went they were closed 
Yeah. Now they have they have like a storefront. I think you like I think you, you either call ahead so they can have like the stuff like available for you to try on and stuff, and then you can like pick it up or just that. Oh, something. okay. Yeah, I, I've cool. seen some videos about it. I've never been either. So yeah. Um so like what made you start documenting outfits on Instagram? Because I know you started a year ago and it's been like crazy growth for you. So like what how did you what made you start doing that? Uh the answer is basically the the pandemic. Um I wouldn't have started otherwise. I feel like I always said, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and then I like there's never time, right? You start like the longer you wait, the less time you have in life I feel like you you wait longer there's going to be more responsibilities more things to do so like I guess the pandemic sort of helped me out with that like I just said you know what like screw it I'll do it like I have nothing else to do right so like my very first few posts were probably just me at home and then started going out like things started opening up here <clears throat> started to see people and then people helped me with some pictures so I think yeah I I guess the pandemic sort of helped me with it. But and then after that, like, it's just like that became a hobby. Before that, like the only thing I do, I did other than like the the thing I replaced was playing basketball. Mm. Like I would play ball like four or five times a week. Like it was that was what consumed my time. But now, you know, everything's closed here. We cannot play. You can't go to no gym, do nothing. So this is what I chose to replace it. And I don't know. I guess the growth is decent for now. We'll see. Maybe another year. What happens? Yeah. What are you at now? Like 4K? 3.5K? Uh, let me see. Let me check. It's 226 almost. Okay. That's crazy for a year, though. That's that's all. That's, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. I think I, I, I guess there's one trap I get looked, uh, get caught in, like looking at how other people are doing. And it's like, if you, when you said it, I'm like, yeah, that is pretty good for a year. But like when I see other people doing really well, I'm like, Oh wow, I could be doing better, but mm -hmm. you know, just kind of focus on yourself. But yeah, 2.5 yeah. is not bad. Yeah. I think I, I've been pushing my Instagram for like properly for, I think, how long have I been? Let me just check my, let me just check. Cause I, I'm nowhere near where you're at right now, but like I've been pushing it for a while and it's like, it's, it's slow, but it's, it's still progressing though. So you're doing well, hundred percent. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like you don't notice the people that aren't like always up. Right. So it's like, you might've passed a lot of people, but you never notice. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, so you got to kind of just focus on your own thing. Yeah, definitely. I think I started properly caring about it in like June of 2020. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like that's when I'll start posting like every week and stuff. And then I like, like since because of the pandemic, same as yourself, I started posting a couple times a week and then it really started picking up properly. So. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that's a lot of people chose like a different hobby during the pandemic or, mm -hmm. or something. Oh yeah, definitely. Anything else you've been like getting into besides that? not really i wouldn't say anything specifically outside of that i think this did take like i didn't think it would take as much time of my time as it did but it did there's a lot of things that yeah i kind of have to think of like I, the other thing is like actually helping people curate stuff that's something i think uh during the pandemic i did like if someone needed certain things like you might see a lot the one example i give you is like a lot of the capital hats right like the the snapbacks and stuff the bucket hats stuff like that like i help people buy those something stuff like small stuff but nothing more outside of this like there's just this basically for me other than like the other stuff like work has been crazy too mm -hmm. like ever since the pandemic like any if you worked in tech the pandemic basically like you're you're like busy busy like mm -hmm definitely yeah what's that process like for you like the curation of items and i've never spoken to someone who does that like with designer at least uh it since it's not like i don't do it for like a store or anything it's basically like people reach out to me and it's like hey how can i get this where can i get that like from things that i post mm -hmm. or it's like basically word of mouth like someone told them 
hey, he can get you this, right? Mm-hmm. And they just they just asked me for it. And it's like, if I can get it, I can get it. Um, if I can help them get it, I can help. Like, I can ask other people for it. Like, I, I have people that, like, like, in terms of sneakers, that if someone asks me, I need these sneakers. They, I know guys that are, like, like, crazy into, like, if you need a sneaker, they can literally, they can get you it. Mm-hmm. Right? And like I, I just like be the the middleman for those for those guys but if i can get it like in terms of like the hats and stuff or like some certain clothes like i think a couple like a few people got uh, a bunch of the fleeces off me mm-hmm. um so i i just help basically get them over here into canada and get it to them um it's like a little bit of tip like tricks and stuff that you can do so that i know of but but yeah if it's just you doing it yourself, it's hard. If you have like a bigger shipment, it's a lot cheaper. Mm. So that helps if that, a lot of that. people are messaging me. Yeah. I don't want to give away the secret sauce. I can cut this out of the podcast if you want, but do you like go on like Yahoo Japan and that sort of stuff to pick up stuff or? Uh, that's one thing I look at. I haven't done that. Like that, like a lot of the stuff I can get directly from people there. Oh, okay. So that's like, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like the, that's, that's possible too. But like so far I've run into anything where like I needed to use it or when they needed something, it was there. Like it wasn't on Yahoo Japan or whatever, like whatever they needed. So I never used that avenue, but yeah, you could. That's a good, that's a good one too. Yeah. Yeah. I hear a lot of people talking about like Yahoo Japan for like, yeah, like slightly more avant-garde, like basic avant-garde stuff, like your, your undercover tees and like number nine jeans and stuff. But like, Yes, I just frill. asked you. That's one frill. Sorry, which one? Frill. Frill, yeah, okay. yeah, re- yeah, yeah. F R I L. It's like the J- another Japanese. I think it's Rakuten, uh, Rakuma now or something like that. But it used to be called frill. Okay. So it's another like auction site, but there's a lot of stuff on there. But you have to be really careful with fakes on there. And there's a oh, lot yeah. of fakes. So. Yeah. It's crazy, man. So many fakes are coming out. I, I get ads on Instagram like so often for like fake Rick. It's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. One thing is there's a lot of capital fakes coming out, like a lot now in the really? last year. Yeah, I've heard I've heard why. Like people have found the the places that they source their material from, like the factories. Like the the bootleggers found out. Wow. So a lot of the stuff you might see on Grilled is actually fake capital. I and mean, you're like impossible to tell because capital is so individual, right? Mm-hmm. Like every piece is a little different. So wow. you can never be like, oh, that's fake. But like, it's fake. Crazy, man. Is it like, is it like a lot of like the basic pieces, like your, like, what's it called? Like the spring first jacket and like the sweater with the smiley faces. And is it like that sort of stuff? Or is it like more of like the less, like the low key stuff? that stuff yeah probably like i don't really buy a lot of those but yeah probably because they've hit the damask fleece Mm. like the fleece that i have but like the older version without the the virgin mary on the back Mm -hmm. they've hit that already so there's a lot of those out there that are fake yeah i think i saw an ad for that on freaking aliexpress man yeah yeah like those are like the blatantly fake ones but there's some that are like really good wow my friend showed me some from street, like street from the bootleggers. So, mm. and they even hit one of those jackets, like the leather ones with the, yeah, like the smiley face, but the leather jackets. Wow. That one looks so real. I was like, what? How did they, what's the reason to fake? Like the reason you would fake anything is if you can mass, like sell it, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the biggest like thing bootleggers do. Like if you can, you wouldn't fake a piece that is like a one of, like 20 or something like you would but it's like you want to fake something that you can sell like thousands of and -hmm. like get very close to it so that's didn't make sense to me that they made a leather jacket but i guess they showed they could do it so yeah i don't know i'm kind of scared to buy into like a lot of stuff now because of the fakes and everything yeah yeah same like if i don't get it straight from like a good source or like the source or someone i know I don't think I would buy it. Yeah. Like for like more, more for like my designer stuff, like I usually go on grailed and stuff now, but like I'm kind of scared now. So I'm, I'm going to try and get it from like reputable stuff like Essence and like, like you were saying, people, you know, but like, 
even with essence like the sale isn't like amazing like you were mentioning earlier exactly yeah the sales aren't as good as they used to be there's like a few once in a while yeah let's throw it in your wish list and then watch see where it goes yeah give you a trick on it they have like the seven day like the price match thing 14 days Mm -hmm. yeah so if you buy anything on the sale right i think if you figure out the day they mark it down it's usually a tuesday right yeah Um, it used to be a monday yeah it used to be a monday i think they switched to a tuesday but whatever day it is buy it and then the two weeks when the two weeks go up if it goes down in price you can just price match it and then you already have it like just call right when it happens right because they don't price match unless there's stock so if there's zero left then you're if there's zero left then you already got it at the lowest price but if there's like one left and you call right when they mark it down you'll get it price matched and you already have it so yeah that's what i do i'm gonna i'm gonna i need to pay more attention to that because like i've missed out on some good pieces just because i was like i'm gonna wait like one more week just to like save like a little bit of money but then it like it's sold out so yeah. yeah yeah that happened to me a couple of times so i just buy it now and then price match it like i, I kind of know this year was weird though because of the pandemic like they didn't end their sale until very late mm-hmm. they usually end it like i think like second or third week of january is done mm-hmm. this year is like february they ended yeah. it so they extended it a long time mm-hmm. what was the last piece that you kind of missed out on um there was something i can't remember what it was because i just bought more stuff so <laughs> yeah what did it there's a craig green jacket i missed out on that's mm-hmm. that's one piece there i missed out on two there one was like someone was selling it online on uh on instagram that one's like i could find it again whatever but then one was on the sale like i just kept like waiting and waiting and waiting and then i just didn't pull the trigger and then one day it was just gone it was like the gray um work jacket from the spring last year and it was on nomad actually and it was just like oh i'll get it i'll get it and then, then i got this stussy like the varsity and then i'm like oh, i'll get it next time and then i just never got it and now it's gone now i regret it mm-hmm. yeah no that's that's stussy varsity jacket that's how i found that's how i like found your stuff because i was like reposted everywhere oh yeah that's like one jacket that like if I post it up, it's like, oh, everyone, I don't know. It's like everyone eats it up. It's like, oh, this does the varsity. Cool. Mm. How do I you personally don't even wear it that much. Sorry? No, sorry. Go ahead. I mean to cut you off. Oh, I said I personally don't even wear it like that much anymore because like I see it so much now. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about like, that current like landscape of Instagram where like, I was speaking to like, you know, creative cloth on Instagram, right? Like you said, you guys were home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was, I was chatting here. with him and we were saying about like how like varsity jackets are like the biggest thing on Instagram. So like if you want to blow up quick, buy a fucking varsity jacket and you're guaranteed yeah. like a following. Uh, he's not lying. Yeah. That's how like do you a, feel about I that though? That like, wait, sorry, go ahead. I've seen that a lot. Yeah. Like I've seen a lot of varsities on Instagram. and But I, like I, I don't have anything like against that. It's like, trends are cool trends are trends because they're cool right it's like mm-hmm. like i fuck with it i like varsity jackets too like i like the way a lot of them are cropped like a lot of people have like cool vintage ones that they post up um yeah like uh so so i, I don't know what you're about to ask how i feel about the, the yeah because thing. like it, you can kind of like buy a fault you can kind of like buy a fashion sense now so like yeah yeah i see what you individual. Mean for real yeah that's one thing that i was gonna say it's like um i kind of don't like how people just buy stuff for like oh it'll help me grow on instagram kind of thing um i feel like you got to be kind of true to yourself and your style and like if you actually like it buy it like there's nothing wrong with like seeing a trend and being like oh that's that's so sick i'm gonna buy it right because I like how it looks. I wonder how it looks on me. But it's like just saying, oh, everyone's wearing it. I'm going to buy it. That one thing I don't like. But it's hard to like figure out what that is. Like, how do you distinguish someone didn't just buy it because they like it versus someone bought it because it's hype? Right. Yeah. So you kind of get yeah. into like this like gatekeeper kind of like mentality that's not good either. So 
just let people do what they got to do, you know? Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Yeah. It's kind of an exaggerated example, but, like, I saw, I think I saw an interview with, like, Blazendary, and he was like, yo, I don't even like Supreme. I just wear it because it, like, it brings me clout. It's so sad. <laughs> I mean, I guess, like, if that's what you're doing, then that's what you're doing. Like, as long as you're doing, if you're doing it and it's working, like, sure, go ahead, right? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, some people don't, person like, it, if you're, if you can relate to someone's style, like, personally, that's, like, I think that's where it clicks. Like, mm-hmm. for me, it's, like, you better, it's better to be, like, the painter than the canvas type of thing. Like, yeah, at least you're yeah. putting everything on yourself rather than, like, you're just getting what other people are doing. But at the end of the day, like, both of those things get credit, right? Yeah. The painting is great and the painter is great. So. Yeah. yeah. Especially now, like, I kind of find it hard to believe that everybody likes, like, this whole Carhartt double knee, vintage Russell, faded aesthetic. I, I find it very hard to believe that everybody likes it. For real. Yeah. Yeah, I I bought a couple pairs of the the double knees. Mm-hmm. Like I like the way a lot of them fit. Like I guess the baggy sort of style is cool, but yeah, the faded stuff. Like it was cool last year. I think right when I started my page, that was like such a big trend. Like everyone was wearing workwear kind of thing, and like it's cool. Like with me, like a lot of Japanese designers do the same same sort of thing. So it was like. I understood it, but yeah, I don't know how it's still like everyone wants a Carhartt jacket or a Carhartt double knees and stuff. The two that I got, I bought them brand new. Like I didn't buy them like vintage or anything, right? Mm -hmm. But then I did weird stuff to them. So kind of made it more personal. Yeah, Like you like sun faded and distressed or like what? No, I did. I didn't do that because it's like that's something everyone was sort of doing. Mm. I did. I focused on the cut. Like if you go back and you look at the the two pairs that I have, I, I changed right now, the, actually. I changed the cut on them. Like um, let me if you go down to there's the one with um the the varsity jacket with the green double knees. It's like posted December 29th. You can see what I did on those. Oh okay. Oh, did you just did you just add like snaps at the back? Yeah, so I added like snap buttons rather than okay. doing like um some people put a zipper. Mm-hmm. And then so some people put the zipper and sort of like um taper it. Mm-hmm. But I just did I did snap buttons because it gives you way more fits. Like you can do six, I guess one, two. Like you can do a lot more styles. You can snap the top one only, right? And then you get a more like a flare. You can snap all of them. You get like a taper, like a full taper. You can snap the bottom, like or the top two, and it's like a variation of the taper slash flare. Mm-hmm. So it was more versatile to me, and it's just something that randomly came to me. Like I was actually gonna put the zipper, like everyone else, but I'm like, I was just in the sewing kit, and I saw like a like the buttons for like your shirt, like uh, the ones that you would sew on. And I'm just like, what if you just put a button? And I'm like, what if I put a snap button? And then I just did it. It was just really weird, just random. And then I don't know, I, I, fe- I feel like those look good. Like it's just something I can always wear. Like I can always change the style of it. Like right now, a certain like cut is in. And then next year, who knows? People might be into a different sort of cut. You could, who knows when the skinny thing will come back, right? Yeah. Yeah. With regards to skinny jeans, I feel like they're definitely, they're, they've become like cool again, I think, because no one's wearing them now. So you, if you wear them, you're doing something different. So yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's something I noticed too. Like a lot of people are doing that now. Like the, like, no, not, not the skinny. I'm saying the baggy, right? Like a lot yeah. of people are just wearing the baggy jeans, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like now if you put on a, a fit with like skinny jeans, it's like, oh, you're doing something different. Like that's how I, that's just how fashion is. It's just really weird. Like, you got to do something different, right? And it just runs in loops. Everything just comes back eventually. Yeah, so it's like one day, the skinny jeans will be not just a random person wearing it. It'll be like everyone's wearing it again. Yeah, and then white so, pants are going to come back and it's going to be a whole thing again, yeah. Yeah, everything just runs in, in loops. It's just, I would never have thought that, like, 
the 2000s aesthetic would be cool ever again. But if someone did that now, I'd be like, damn, that's sick. Yeah. Definitely. The baggy tees, if you remember back in the day, like yeah. if you're when people were wearing the, the G unit tees and all oh, that shit. Stuff. Yeah. You just triggered a memory I didn't think I had. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> the G unit and then the South Pole and all those. You remember the those days. That's something I thought was very Toronto back in the day. Yeah, no, I would agree with that 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever go back to wearing skinny jeans? I don't know. Maybe. Like, it depends on the fit. Like, I still have my pairs, mm. but I don't know. They look good with, like, like that whole, like, St. Laurent aesthetic, sort yeah. of. So it's like, if one day I ever put something like that on, skinny trousers aren't that bad either some of them with a nice nice boot maybe but yeah you know, we'll see definitely not um yeah last couple of uh last couple of questions here uh how has the pandemic affected you then uh like, like i know personally you mentioned you started inside of everything. everything but yeah that's the one thing that it affected me as like that's like a major thing i would say like a couple of my hobbies like my my biggest hobby basically outside of fashion was basketball and that it affected me a lot like I haven't played I don't play often anymore um not because I I don't want to it's just I can't and you know the weather here right you can't play outside like California or something um like maybe next month we can start playing outside but winter like I didn't play once like there was a point in my life like the longest I went without playing basketball was two days and it was like four years right and then two or three days and then this pandemic like there's like probably a six month span between it and I filled it with this like I started doing this like the fashion stuff so it affected me like that and then work work's been really busy because of the pandemic like I work in tech so it's like everything in tech started blowing up because everyone's working from home right so that's one thing mm, definitely man yeah no it's it's been I, I say it every time but yeah it's, it's been so crazy yeah health too health i think health is my biggest one um working out like it was it was basically i work out play ball and then work mm. and i guess look at clothes whenever i have time but that was it. And now I can't do two of those things. Right. So it's yeah. like, I can't work out. Like I'm not, in, I feel like I, I was in like a one, like the best shape of my life at one point before the pandemic, I guess I worked out every, like, I, like a consistently for like four years. Right. And now mm-hmm. this past year has been like really hard to motivate yourself. I don't know how you've been. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you've been working out consistently at home. Um, I guess it sort of was my fault. Like I didn't, kind of build that like hey i can work out at home i always needed the gym but like who would have thought right that oh yeah. one day you're not gonna have the gym because of a global pandemic oh, like, I didn't really... so i don't know how people work out at home like i don't know how you get the motivation but i don't know i just couldn't do it that's how's it affected you though like is that similar sort of thing have you been able to work out and stuff and like do the same old stuff or um I feel like such an asshole for saying this, but like, it's, it's been pretty good on me for like, for working out and stuff. Like I, again, I sound such an ass for saying this, but I was in good shape before the pandemic. And as a result of the pandemic, I can safely say today, I'm in like, I'm in the best shape of my life. Oh yeah. 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 But I was also very, I was in in great shape too. It's just Mm -hmm. certain people. I don't know. It just affects people differently. I I guess you had the, you have good motivation, right. To work out still sort of you have yeah opportunities yeah now two great two good things happened like when the pandemic was slowly starting i I was like i was saying like okay gyms are gonna close i like i went on amazon i bought like a pull-up bar no i didn't buy a pull-up bar sorry i bought like uh like a parallel bars for dips okay yeah and then then, like i managed to find some like dumbbells in my garage that were like 20 years old that still were like okay and like thankfully i'm weak as a kitten so like 20s to 20 pounds 25s and 30s are enough for me so okay yeah so then i I was blessed on on that department so i don't know just because it's there i'm just like i might as well like 
lift some weights every now and then right um, yeah i feel you i remember i went in march or like yeah march whenever this started last year i went like the second or third week and everything was gone yeah. like there's not a single you couldn't even buy a five pound weight mm-hmm. everything was gone so then i just sort of like like then it was like even more like i was like oh i have no motivation to look for weights i tried for like three weeks yeah. nothing and i was like you know what i'll just wait they did open up and then when they opened up i went consistently again but then they just keep closing and open. it's like just teasing you like can i go should i go buy weights should i do this it's like i didn't know yeah and like i was training to like I, I remember the year before like 2019 to 2020 i was like i wanted to i was in good shape like low body fat and all that but i, I didn't feel like i was very strong mm-hmm. so i wanted to build up my strength like i wanted to bench two plates nice like that was my goal and i did it i reached awesome. it i reached it like in February, right before the pandemic. Yeah. And as soon as, and then everything just went the other way. So it was like, where am I going to find a bench with two plates to keep trying to, like it's yeah. hard, right? So, yeah. but yeah, I, I just hope one day, maybe two months or so, we'll be back. I don't know. And then I know I can do it again. That's one thing. It's like, I did it once. I know I can do it again. So it's like, I'm not too, too worried about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you do more like bodybuilding style training or? Uh, mm, yeah, I, I guess not really. I was just, that's what I was saying. Like I was into more like, let's just do like low weights, high reps, mm-hmm. good cardio type of thing. Mm-hmm. Low resting heart rate, all that stuff. Um, low body fat. But then I said, let me add some strength. So it was like, I was trying to build on top of that. Yeah. And then that's where I was right before the pandemic. I was building on top of that. Like I didn't want to just bulk and then, you know, people bulk and then they turn it into muscle. Yeah. Sort of thing. I didn't like that. Cause not really my thing. Like, I, cause I, like I said, like I played a lot of basketball, so it's kind of hard to just be heavy and play ball. Like you just mm-hmm. feel slower. So I was just trying to build muscle, like on top of where I was. Yeah. It wasn't like, I didn't really have like a, hey, let me bulk and bodybuild type of thing. It was just, Yeah. Yeah. I remember like when I started like lifting in like university, that was like the big thing. It's like you eat like until you want to die and then you lift weights, then you grow a bunch of muscle, but you get like super fluffy. And then like the pandemic and even last year, I was like, I don't see a point in that anymore because I'd rather just like stay like quote unquote trim and then eat like your maintenance calories and you'll still, you'll still put on muscle. And like, that's been shown like, for me, at least, like, through the pandemic, like, I put on a bit of muscle, like, I've stayed lean-ish, so it's good enough. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I'm not, like, too far off, like, mm-hmm. from where I was, so it's, like, I just say that, because, like, I feel I was in a, going in a direction that was, I was going to be, like, even better shape, and now I'm just, like, regular, yeah. like, where I was before, but, you know, yeah, the, I'm not into, like, the whole, like, trying to build up, like, bulk up, and bodybuild i remember that too yeah when i was in university similar thing people were just bulking up and just trying to gain as much muscle as possible right yeah absolutely man it's funny like during the pandemic like last year i think around this time i found the sport of professional arm wrestling so i've been like training for that as well which is kind of funny but yeah oh that's pretty cool i didn't know that existed yeah no it's 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 a pretty big thing actually it's been growing because of the pandemic but it's 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 great I don't know. I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, last, last question here. Um, give me a couple tips on how to like stay productive during the pandemic. Uh, I usually just make a schedule of things that I need to do. It's like very simple um, sort of thing. Like I mark down everything I have to do and I make reminders on my phone to do them. Um, and I, the weird thing I do is I make a reminder for the reminder. I don't know if a lot of people do that. Like I'll have like a day before mm-hmm. if I want to do something the next day. Um, I'll make a reminder of it the day before just to get into that mindset to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, really, I just, I guess, you, yeah, as long as you focus on what you have to do and just make time for it, um, that's probably the best thing. Scheduling is the biggest thing. I find to be like I don't have much tips and stuff like I just I just do everything that I can do and that's it but like 
I, I, I just have my schedules. That's my mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I started so what, what, tri- what tips do you have? Sorry. Sorry to oh. interrupt. What tips? Do you have any tips too? Because I, clearly I don't have many. <laughs> um, pretty much the same thing. Like I open, I have like a notes thing on my phone and then I just like have like all the shit I have to do for a week. And I plan that out every Saturday night because that just makes sense to me for some reason. I have the yeah. week starting on Sunday. I don't know why. Probably That's probably stupid. But yeah, I write all that down for the week and then I just check everything off once I'm done. And that's been pretty good. I started that in January, like doing it properly and consistently. And that's like helped quite a bit. Okay. Um, cool. What else can I say about productivity? Kind of lame, but just fucking eating healthy, man. Because like, I never used to care about like diet and stuff all that much because I've always been pretty skinny. So I was like, I can pretty, I can eat whatever. But then I started caring about like eating like more vegetables and stuff. And it's like, you can be more alert without needing like coffee and stuff. Like I still love my coffee, but it's not like, I don't hundred percent need it now. So that as well, I'd say. That's a good point. Yeah. Like eating healthy is always like when I was like trimming, I guess I would say trimming down. Like that's the best mindset that i had like when i'm eating healthy mm-hmm. so that's a good point yeah i just i just made it more con- like a, a bigger effort to like eat more vegetables and stuff and then it's 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 helped i think i don't know no, i think you're right that is a good that's yeah, a good thing yeah. to do definitely 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 because you eat all that junk and you feel more sluggish and then you feel less motivated to do stuff and I, like when you eat vegetables and fruits just you just feel more energized right like not in terms of like actual physical energy but like just more bright and like ready to do stuff mm-hmm. it's so strange like i i used to have like we i used to have like dark circles under my eyes and they sort of cleared up as, as well which could be like something else but i think it's because like i'm actually eating healthier i have no idea maybe i'm sleeping more as well i have no idea <laughs> maybe yeah interesting yeah definitely interesting stuff uh that's pretty much all the questions i have here um where can the people find you where can the people find me on instagram just uh at third face soldier hit me up i don't have anything else so um that's that's just it that's the new so i'll I'll try to make a new uh like maybe i might be working on a youtube channel or something soon but for now just everything's there just hit me up dm me any questions i'm always open so yeah i was gonna ask you about like a youtube channel that's awesome that you're gonna be starting one man i'm excited yeah i hope to hope to maybe this this in the next couple of months or this year hopefully awesome more like fashion content or vlogs or what sort of yeah fat more fashion content pickups sort of stuff styling sort of stuff um stuff like that awesome man i'm excited to see it man all right thank you thank you thank you for taking the time man once again i really appreciate it no worries thanks for having me no worries all right take